What's up, everyone? You're listening in to Como La Flor con Flor. And it's fucking raining outside. So, I just got out of cycling. It's been a weird couple weeks. Um, shout out to Megan from The Fitness Files for hosting class today. It was amazing. We had Glow Zumba. And as I mentioned in other episodes, I tend to get a lot of my feelings out when I am cycling or showering or sleeping. And there's been something that's been bothering me for a few months now. So I've talked a little bit about all the drama with my dad's part of the family, my aunts and my uncles and the terrenos and all that shit. And even though it's disheartening, it's something that I can, I guess, in a way, distance myself from because I don't see them all the time anyway. And even though I love my grandma, I know I have no control over her decisions and what these idiots are deciding to do to her. And at the end of the day, whatever she decides to do is not going to impact me at all. There's no direct impact, no benefit, no nothing for me, nor am I looking for one. I just want for my family to be at peace, for there to be love. And a few weeks ago, we were at a party, my fiance and I, we were celebrating a birthday and there was a couple there that we had seen at a wedding from the same family that we were at the birthday party for. And yes, we had been drinking, we're having a good time and whatnot. And there's this dude there, we were having a conversation with him and his husband about astrology and spirituality and crystal healing and all that stuff. So he ends up doing a reading, a palm reading on my fiance and tells him a bunch of stuff. And then he proceeds to ask me if I wanted a palm reading or if I've ever had one done. And I haven't, and it's on purpose. I've had my cards pulled before. One of my students where I work pulled my cards, and it was stuff that made sense. Nothing negative or whatever. Basically, the card, one of the, the card that resonated with me the most was mind your business, pretty much. Like, stay focused on your stuff. Stop trying to control or solve other people's problems so I was like okay okay yes universe like I know what you're talking about I got it but the palm reading I've been curious about I've been curious about the cards and whatnot but I think my curiosity has stemmed more from me wanting to learn more like how does this happen versus me being curious about what's to come in my life I've hesitated to ask questions about my own future because I don't want it to influence my decisions moving forward. And I am very in tune with my emotions. I'm very aware of my feelings. And I have had spiritual presences or phenomenons happen to me in the past. Nothing like I need an exorcism or whatever, but just little things, you know, where you know that there's something there. 
So I try to be very careful about everything that has to do with all that because I know I'm very vulnerable since I'm aware that I might have some sort of ability. And one of my friends actually gave me a book. Um, I think it's called like Spirit Nudges or some shit like that. I'll post it on my Instagram where I started working on it. It's like a workbook and it'll help you figure out if you have clairaudience, clairvoyance and these other things. And I was working on a few things, but then I started school. That's a lot of reading and whatnot. So I had to take a pause because I want to make sure that I'm learning and I'm engaging with the material as much as possible. So any who wants some drunk shit, I was like, all right, fuck it, whatever. Go ahead, read my poem. But something inside me automatically blocked some of it. So I also know that for you to get a reading... You being the one getting the reading, you need to be very open to the reading. Otherwise, the person trying to read is not going to be able to get the full message. Long story short, dude said I'm not going to have a long life. And automatically, my fiance starts losing his shit. To me, I was, I think the response caught me off guard, but not so much the message because I don't think I'm afraid of dying. So it just made me, I guess, realize once again that life is short, regardless of, we could be living here for a hundred years and that could still not be long enough for certain things that you wanna experience. And I'll tell you why. For me, I want to be able to live a life where my family gets along. I don't know if, not a perfect family, but I don't know if there's a family out there that exists where all the siblings get along. You can get together at family functions, birthday parties, cookouts, whatever. And everyone is genuinely happy for each other. They're supportive of one another. Holistically, they're caring for one one another's feelings. And that they share that, you know, that they're proud of each other and that they support each other's growth. I don't know if that family exists at all. And for me, that's all I want. All I want is for my siblings and my parents, at least for my immediate family, to get along. Especially with me being engaged, having a fiancé. For him to feel loved by my family as well. All of us have flaws, including myself. But I just can't imagine leaving this world not having that feeling. Like it's to the point where we've been on and off planning our wedding. And part of me wants to just elope because I I want to be able to be married to him. Like this is someone that I truly love that has been supportive of all my goals and has genuinely, truly, truly loved me and I feel it for the last eight years. And probably even longer just because he's known me for longer than eight years. But another part of me doesn't want to get married without having my sisters and my parents there and my grandma. But at the same time, I can't trust that this beautiful event or what's supposed to be a beautiful, memorable event 
is going to be as beautiful and as memorable as I want it to be because I can't trust that these motherfuckers are going to get along. And this is just on my side. I know he's got his own shit going on, but if he decides to come on his podcast and share his side of the story on, on his family traumas and drama, that's on him. I'm not going to speak for him. I'm speaking for, for my family. I just wish that we could all just get along so that we could start building more memories together. So we just had my nephew's baptism last weekend and I was the madrina and as much as I was trying to have fun and have it be a memorable day, like it just kept bothering me that one of my sisters wasn't there because she's got drama with one of my other sisters. And both of their perspectives are valid. Both of their feelings are very valid. And as the oldest, the elder sister part in me that was, I guess like, I don't know what the fucking word is, instilled in me by my dad to solve everyone's problems. Like it got triggered hard as fuck leading up to the baptism day. And it took everything inside me to just mind my own fucking business because over time you know siblings they we fight all the fucking time we argue over dumb shit i've gotten involved in sibling rivalry and i'm the one that always ends up getting burnt i'm the one that always ends up being the bad guy that thinks they're the hot shit that thinks that they're better than everyone else and then everyone just turns on me which at this point, I'd rather that be the case because then I, I could sleep at night knowing that my three siblings are getting along and that, you know, my parents are talking to them and vice versa and everything's cool. And it's just me. Where right now with my immediate family it just feels fucking split. And it hurts. It hurts to hear my mom crying because she feels like she has to pick sides and she can't because she loves all of us individually. And... My dad, I mean, just basically has us. With all his family drama going on on the other side of the border, we should be his, I guess, safe space for him to just be himself and find that support, but he doesn't have that because everybody's fucking fighting. So, I know I haven't been the best older sister I moved out and when I went off to college, I was trying to find my my identity, build it and make a name for myself. And I've focused a lot on my career and my relationship with my fiance. And part of that is because I never felt like my sisters actually supported what I was doing. Half the time, I feel like they didn't even fucking know what I was doing, nor did they have an interest. I've done a lot over the years that I'm very proud of and my fiance is very proud of and it's I've had a lot of hard work and I've come a long way and it kind of sucks to not be able to share that with your siblings because you're scared that they're gonna be thinking that you're rubbing it in their face or that you're trying to minimize their efforts and it's not that at all. It's just, 
I see some of my coworkers how they'll have outings with their siblings or they'll have get togethers with their families. Like they'll have game nights or like dinners every Sunday and the whole family gets together and they're laughing, taking pictures. The siblings will do photo shoots and shit like that. And I get jealous y'all. Like I have three sisters and I feel like, yeah, we've had our our issues growing up but fuck like it hasn't been so bad i would say that we all can't get along the the four of us have very strong personalities because i mean our, both of our parents have very strong personalities but i feel like for me i used that as an excuse for a long time for me to continue being a bitch. And I was just being a bitch because I was scared of getting my feelings hurt. I was scared of getting excluded by my own fucking sisters. And every time we would get together, it was literally just like a roast session. Burn after burn after burn. And everybody would laugh. And I'm like, after a while, after going to therapy... And seeing how much their words actually hurt, I stopped. I stopped contributing to that shit. Because if, if my feelings were getting hurt about the things that they were saying, I could just imagine how my words were hurting them. And a lot of it was, oh, like, you're fucking fat. Oh, you're fucking dumb. Oh, you couldn't know how to spell this, this and that, whatever. And I'm just like, bro, like, all of us have gained weight because we're all getting older. And yeah, we fucking love to eat and we love to drink. So a bitch is going to gain weight, okay? Two of my sisters have kids. And now, thinking back, when I would make fun of their weight, like, I feel like a complete asshole because I can't imagine gaining so much weight from having a child and not having the time or the energy to focus on losing it and you feeling like shit because you've gained this fucking weight because you gave birth. So I stopped. Now, when I do see my family, I try to not engage into all the shit talking and the making fun of each other. I try to ask, you know, like, how's your boyfriend? How's work? How's, you know, everything else been going? How are your goals or whatever? How's the baby? I don't, I try not to get into this whole roasting session because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings just for the sake of fucking entertainment. And I feel like we do that because we're uncomfortable with being kind to each other. Because this is what the fuck we were raised with. Being so rough with each other. And that whole being rough in general how we were raised of just being tough and rough and getting over it like that shit's fucked me up personally and it's made it very difficult for me to maintain a healthy relationship with my fiance because for a very long time I could not fucking tell him what I was feeling because I was scared that I was gonna cry and if I cried it would be a sign of weakness and that shit's fucked up but luckily through therapy, I learned how to name my emotions. So I'm not like, oh, this made me feel some type of way. No, like I say, this hurt my feelings. You said X, Y, and Z, and this is how I took it. And it hurt my feelings because of X, Y, and Z. And we talk about it. I say it very calmly. I try not to yell. 
I try not to get super defensive because I trust that my fiance doesn't do anything with ill intent. And I feel like my sisters and I do not have that relationship where we trust each other to not have ill intent. And I don't know why. I honestly don't know why. I mean, God forbid the four of us are at a fucking soccer game and somebody tries to start some shit because, yeah, the four of us will throw down for each other. I'm not going to say that we won't. We got each other's back when it comes to that. But that shouldn't just be it. Like, we shouldn't have to show that we care for each other just when we're at risk of getting our ass beat. Like, that shouldn't be the case. With two of my sisters having kids already and then... I don't know. I might have kids. I might not. We'll see what happens. I don't fucking know. But as the family's growing and my parents are getting older, I just want us to heal our relationships and move forward, at least for the sake of my parents, because my mom called me and just hearing her cry about how sad it makes her that that the four of us aren't getting along and that were her only kids here it it broke my heart and then hearing her say how my dad is like oh well they abandoned us and it's just me and you now I know I have some fault in that because I get so caught up in my own shit that I don't go visit my parents and honestly part of the reason why I don't go visit them is because I don't want to deal with the bullshit that comes with my sisters The last time I saw them before the baptism, it was chill. I had breakfast with my dad and my mom and one of my sisters. And then we went back to my parents' house. And my youngest sister was there. And it was a very chill conversation. I caught up on some tea with my mom and and my sister and her boyfriend were there. And it it was cool. It was very peaceful. It was fun. There was no shit talking, nothing aggressive. I was able to catch up with my dad. And then afterwards, I went to go visit my other sister at her house with the baby. And we caught up and all that. And it was it was a chill day. But why couldn't we have that with all of us together? That's the part that I don't understand. I try not to go to visit my parents when everyone's going to be there. Because it just ends up being so aggressive. And it just triggers a lot of shit for me. And I don't want to partake in that anymore. And I don't feel like it makes me weak or bougie or any of that. I just want to surround myself with peace. I want to be able to have good memories of us breaking bread together and reminiscing about going on bike rides with my dad or parties that we had at at, my parents house when we were in elementary school or having tea with my mom and my aunt in the middle of the night with some fucking graham crackers like shit like that that makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside I'm so tired of having to be aggressive all the fucking time and having my defense mechanism triggered all day long like that shit gets exhausting I feel like even though I'm creating my own family with my fiance and we have our own home and all that, that my 
immediate family with my sisters and my parents should be a safe haven. It should be somewhere where I still feel that that calor de hogar, you know, that like warm, home, safe feeling. Not this fucking, oh, I got to mentally prepare myself because they're going to be talking shit. Like, I don't want to have to fucking do that for the rest of my life. And I don't want to have to go elope because I'm scared that these motherfuckers ain't going to be getting along. Like, that is not a way to live. That is not a way to live. And with there being newer generations getting added on into our family, I want my niece and my nephew and my two nieces that are a little older to have good memories of all of us being together. My two older nieces kind of have a fucked up family dynamic my younger niece also kind of has a fucked up family dynamic and luckily my nephew has loving parents that are still together and they got a house and you know it was an amazing baptism and an amazing birthday and I want everyone I want my my nieces and my nephew to feel safe and loved when all their tias get together and my grand, my grandparents, my parents get together and for us to be able to eat and play games and watch movies and just fucking be chill. Like, it's not that hard to be chill. And yeah, sometimes that means that we got to bite our tongue because people aren't perfect, you know? But we don't live together, right? So... I feel like if I could bite my tongue for a few hours and keep in mind that my family's not doing anything with ill intent, they're not trying to hurt my feelings, and stop having expectations of them to be the way we are, that or the way that I am, that, you know, we'll be cool. The expectation part took a long time. One of my close friends, I would confide in her a lot of the drama that I was having with my siblings and she's the one that provided me the advice of understanding that even though people have roles in our lives because of our family dynamics like my sisters are my sisters because we have the same parents but at the end of the day they're all human individuals these were roles that were given to them because of our family dynamic where we landed when we were born And if I stop having expectations of them to be a certain way, then that means that I am accepting them holistically for who they truly are. And whether they grow or they don't, that's on them. And that doesn't mean that I have to minimize my boundaries or allow them to disrespect me. It just means that For me, it means that I have hope and I have faith that they will mature and that they will grow in their own time. And that with me accepting them for who they are in this moment, that I'm being supportive of that growth. I'm not casting them away because they're not meeting my expectations or my standards. And as long as I'm vocalizing my boundaries and I'm letting them know, hey, like this bothered me or hey, like don't talk to me this way because it hurts my feelings. That they'll respect that. I don't think my sisters are 
evil or demon child or anything. I feel, I know that each and every one of them have very, very huge, huge, big hearts and very deep emotions. And I, I might have played a role in hurting their feelings individually at one point or another. And I'm trying to be a better older sister now that I've realized some of my partaking and hurting their feelings and ways that I've distanced myself because of my own triggers and my own bullshit. And I don't have expectations of them anymore. And it's not because I don't care about them. It's because I understand that I lived life and I live life on my own terms And I've experienced life in my own way, which has contributed to my growth and my perception of the world and the way I move about the world. And they've lived their own lives in their own way. So obviously, because of that, they're going to have their own perceptions of life and because of their own experiences. And that's going to contribute to how they behave. And that's okay. That's totally fine. I just hope that one day maybe they can be accepting of each other and of me, obviously, that we're all different and we're experiencing the world differently and we've experienced even our upbringing has been completely different. And it's not our faults, you know, I mean, yes, part of it, yes, we make our own decisions, but We're not all the same age. We don't all have the same feelings. We do have the same parents, but even their upbringing, we perceived it differently. So it's impacted us all completely differently. So if we stop having expectations of each other and we can just vocalize our feelings and our boundaries, I I truly do believe that we'll all be respectful of that because I feel like I'm not alone in this. I feel like... Each of my sisters also are craving having a healthy family dynamic. So, I don't know, y'all. I don't know if this resonates with anyone else or if everyone else out there has the perfect family. (laughs) If you do, well, good for fucking you because I don't. But that reading kind of reminded me like yes bitch like you're not going to be here for an eternity and even if I was here for an eternity I wouldn't want to be here for an eternity if I'm not going to feel loved by my sisters and my parents all at the same time I don't want to have Thanksgiving Christmas birthdays weddings well not weddings I'm not planning on getting married multiple times first of all but I don't want to have these family events without my family I just don't want to do that And I am grateful that I have friends that have became family. And I would love for my friends that have became family to partake in these events with my blood relatives. That would just be beautiful. So that's all for today, y'all. Leave me some comments. Share me some thoughts. What do you think? What's going on? Ay, Dios mío santo. Hopefully, 
hopefully my grandfather's listening up there and he kind of hopefully he can hear me and will provide some light because this should be getting dark um one last one last comment so i did share a little bit about you know my little spiritual abilities or whatever so i actually had a dream a couple years ago about one of my sisters she was going through a really 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 hard time really fucked up time and I was worried. I was genuinely worried. And I had this dream one night. And I sometimes I dream very vivid to the point that it, it actually does impact my emotions. And I will wake up feeling that same way as if I actually experienced this in real life. So I dreamt that we were at a warehouse. And that we were on our way to go play soccer. Mind you bitch hasn't played soccer in like four years so on our way to play soccer it was my sister and then two of my guy friends or i think three of them we show up to this little warehouse we're inside and then i don't know where the fuck i was at in the warehouse but in my dream someone calls me flawed get over here and i'm like what what the fuck happened and they're like your sister and then I drop, like, I run over to wherever she was at, and I see that she sprawled on the floor, like, um, back, her back is on the floor, so she's facing up. And she sprawled out with her arms out, and I, and I run, and I get on my knees, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? She's like, I can't breathe. And then I start freaking out, and I'm like, somebody call the ambulance, and then she just, like, extends her hand out to me to hold it and as I'm holding her hand she's like I can't breathe help me and I'm telling her I'm not gonna say her name because I don't have her permission but I was like you know saying her name saying her name I was like don't give up don't let go try to breathe try to breathe and I'm squeezing her hand and in my dream it alluded that she died so my heart was in so much pain I was like hyperventilating. I didn't know what to do. And I wake up. I wake up because I'm in so much pain and I'm like, I'm trying to breathe. And it was, it was so bad that my fiance, he's like, dude, what's wrong with you? Cause I had to sit up and I'm like crying my eyes out and I couldn't even tell him because I was just losing my shit. And then finally, when I kind of calmed down, he had to put pressure on me because of how bad my, like, I was panicking. So I finally told him, like, oh, it's because, you know, in my dreams, so-and-so died. He's like, dude, what the fuck is up with you in these fucking dreams? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. But I think it was that I felt like my sister in real life was going through a really tough time. And I was worried about her well-being. And I wanted to help her so bad, but I couldn't. All I could do was listen to her, be there for her, and, you know, stay in contact with her while 
she did the work because she had to do and luckily now she's doing good thank god but this is how much i worry about my sisters that even the thought of losing one of them just like breaks me apart and i know that if something were to happen to me or something were to happen to any of us the the four of us would be distraught like i just i just know it like i know that we might fight all the time we might argue and not always agree on things but i know that despite how angry we could be at each other if one of us were to pass away the the three of us would fucking lose our shit or the three that are left we would feel like something's missing so i try when they get on my nerves because they do i try to not stay mad at them for too long i in general when people piss me off i try not to hold anger or just give anyone the cold shoulder because i know i don't hate anyone in this world i don't dislike anyone in this world so much where i would feel like if they passed away tomorrow that i wouldn't give a fuck number one i'm an empath so i just that's just not a feeling that i can have there's strangers that have passed away or if I drive through and there's like a funeral or something, like I, I start bawling my eyes out because I feel their pain. So I just can't. And I don't want to have regrets if something were to happen to me and I'm still roaming these streets in spirit because I didn't do my part to have a good relationship with my family or someone that I cared about. So... Send me good vibes, y'all. And if you're going through something similar, I hope some of this resonated with you and makes you kind of listen to a different perspective and hopefully it persuades you to have some hope and to focus more on light and realize that not every problem is worth being so fucking mad about all the time. Because it's not. People are dying every day by random shit or by illness or by whatever and sometimes we wait too fucking long to make the time or the move to share or to show people that we care about that we actually do give a fuck about them and that doesn't make us soft or anything it it makes us human beings it just makes us caring human beings And as human beings, we need a community. We need to feel accepted. We need to feel loved. We need to feel like people love us for us just being us. So now I'm truly, truly done. (laughs) All right, metiches. Leave me some comments, concerns, cuss words, whatever y'all want to do. And... I hope y'all stay dry. I hope y'all stay warm. And I'll catch y'all next time. Peace.
Welcome to Como La Flor Con Flor. If you love listening to this podcast as much as I love making it, please consider dropping a little donation. And if you ain't got the funds, that's cool. I would really appreciate it if you could share this podcast with a friend, a family, a fellow metiche, you know, one of them folks, or anyone that you think would resonate with the content that I've been creating. Saludos, se me cuidan. Y se lo lavan.